What's up, guys? This is the What's the Issue podcast. My name's Aiden. This is my co-host, John. And we're bringing you the second episode to the brand new podcast. Um, We're going to be talking about a few things today. The first topic, I'm going to let John lead into it and hope you guys enjoy. All right, John, take it away. Okay, cool. So I don't know if you guys, um, you know, seen social media recently, but Spice, the Jamaican dancehall queen, she uh, she posted a photo of herself uh, with bleach. Well, with what looked like bleach skin and her message, along with her new song, Black Hip- uh, Hypocrisy, you know, just basically surrounded the topic of colorism within the black community. Um, I'm assuming she meant uh, with within the Caribbean you know, since she's obviously Jamaican, but, you know, basically her message was that, uh, as a black woman or black people, you know, there's this, uh, colorism that goes on, you know, where the dark you are, the least successful you are thought to be, or, um, you know, the least favorite, favorable you are, you know, as opposed to people of, you know, lighter skins and everything. And it's a shame you know why we put ourselves through this and why we get this much flack from our own people you feel me um and you know i guess just the struggles of just you know being a black black woman you know i guess in this world where you know you are hearing it from your own people that you know you aren't beautiful because of your skin tone you know you are you know you're your uh, skin tone looks like dirt you feel me so um yeah and you know just <laughs> and she posted Whoa, that, that photo was a strong <laughs> statement i'm not I, <laughs> I would never take it that far <laughs> no but that's but that's but that's what she you know but that's what she meant and that's actually what she mentioned you know that's how some people seen her you know um people telling her that oh no spice you are too black you know so you know i guess taking that message and just bringing it out to 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 the bigger picture me personally i don't feel like the topical colorism holds as much weight over here in the states as it does in the caribbean obviously for anyone who's listening who's of the caribbean background you guys know that you know when you go back to the islands you feel me um (laughs) if you're (laughs) light-skinned niggas is gonna automatically think you have money just based off of that fact alone you feel me as opposed if you are darker you know yeah exactly it's definitely like that in the bahamas and another thing i want to add to that is in response to it i remember well i remember it's not much to remember it happened just yesterday but the initial reaction to everyone seeing spice and with the very light skin looking as if she's bleached i'm not sure she's bleaching because if you look at the video she looks as if to be her regular color yeah i don't yeah and then lighter and other you know she says you know am i beautiful now with the lighter skin yeah that was her whole thing right and it confused a lot of people a lot of people didn't get it but that's giving the sorry giving adding adding the context of the video to it it made a lot of sense yeah right well you know like i said she might she mainly did that for you know shock value like oh my gosh spices this dark-skinned woman and now she's you know of lighter skin tone you know people are automatically gonna associate it with you know skin bleaching obviously originating from you know vibes cartel and every and you know and his own (laughs) matters with cake so you feel me so yeah so let me ask you this john do you think that do you think that colorism really has a strong hold in the entertainment industry 
I wouldn't. So I wouldn't say. Well, I wouldn't say colorism has. Well, just like just like the overall what like overall the notion that lighter lighter entertainers, whether it be artists, actors, comedians, I feel, so I feel are generally more accepted versus darker ones, right? That's that's what I'm basically asking you. Okay, so um, so. Okay, so I'm gonna answer that, right? So I don't feel like it's it's a situation with colorism. I feel as though it's more it's more of a racial aspect. Obviously, I feel as though, um, and you know, I just wanna you know, I guess there's there's certain lanes for specific people. You feel me? And just the truth of it is, some people are gonna thrive in a particular market as opposed to somebody of a different background, you feel me? That's honestly the truth of it. But I don't feel like it's colorism. It's, for, you know, for me, I feel like it's, you know, it's mainly racial. Um, I feel like it's at, colorism. I feel like it can be colorism because a lot of light-skinned people, well, lighter, you know, well, I meant what I said. Light-skinned people. <laughs> you, you said what you, you said. See them, you'll see them thrive okay. in the entertainment industry just the same. Like, how many, really think about it, how many darker darker skinned disney children are there disney realistically children? thinking of all the darker skinned disney children you can't really name any real dark skinned disney children yeah well um okay yeah you can't really name it they don't because because that's just it they didn't I want mean. they didn't want dark especially yeah, when but, it came to like it they didn't ultimately they didn't yeah want darker yeah but look at the ratio could, of white disney children as opposed but to yeah, black white yeah white yeah exactly but or asian you, as compared a black, to as a black as a black entertainer if you were gonna make it you were gonna make it just on the grace well not even well i don't want to say grace but just on the fact that you are light-skinned a mm -hmm. lot of the times that just that's okay. just that's just that's just how it was okay but so you I peep, it. but you peep how you said disney specifically disney i was just now, using that example that it's very apparent like i can't really like yeah, now but, you have shows like you know now now people now with movies like the black panther i see that they're embracing actors of darker skin tones but even then there were actors that were supposed to be in black panther i forget the name there was a specific actor that was supposed to be in the black panther that actually declined the offer because she wanted more dark skin actors to get that type of recognition oh, okay. with the I, movie. See, I see what you're so saying. even even as a thing like could you imagine if they did dark panther with people who didn't look of african you know like well they well the, the not to say just because you're no you're dark skin no, means you're african but you get what i'm saying yeah like, i get people, what you're saying like who, people who are dark skin you know just fit in like that's that's you know that's you know yeah well you know i'm you know entertainment industry uh hollywood um the, you know the they're known for putting um racially incorrect people into particular roles it's getting better now but you know um that's something that they're known for you know so i so you know i see what you're saying i mean me i just i just really feel like it's more racial but i guess just to bring it back to the whole spice thing um and you know uh like i said initially just you know putting it on a uh, i guess a bigger scale number one i f i so I like what Spice did. 
you know, because I, I always believe, it, you know, if you're going to do something, then go head first into it. And, you know, putting out that photo and everything in, in association to what she did. And, you know, it is a good message, even though it's the same narrative that I feel like has been going on today. OK, you know, black women specifically since, you know, Spice is obviously a black woman. Um, you know, you should want to love yourself no matter how you look, no matter what your skin tone, whether, you know, whether you're all the way black or all the way light skin, you feel me? You should feel love. You should feel like you're the most beautiful queen on this earth. And, you know, for, yeah, of course, no yeah, matter what your skin yeah, color is, exactly. because your skin color doesn't make you as a person. Yeah. You know, but, um, taking it to like, I guess just, you know, the bigger scale, uh, it's, hmm, cause I just don't feel as though colorism is is as big like in the states. I know I know it obviously goes on, you know. I know a couple people, I'm not going to say names, who go who went through colorism. And colorism isn't good, you know. And there's this stigma that's going on even now that, you know, I I like to I like to say you know low-key colorism, you feel me? And what I mean by that is all the people, guys or girls who specifically target let's say people that they want to share an intimate relationship with because they're oh yeah you know i want somebody who's dark skin oh i want someone who's you know the black of the bear the sweet of the that is a form of colorism believe it or not you feel me you know because it's you know it's just all about discriminating just you know discriminating or having some sort of prejudice doesn't all doesn't always have to be all the way intense you don't always have to see the person as dirt you know no. or 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 um you know just less favorable like you know if you are just automatically targeting somebody off of just the color of their skin and you are black and this happens in the black community you feel me obviously since you know we're talking about it but yeah you know that's you know what i what? feel like i feel like mm, I feel like it's not wrong. It's not wrong to have a preference of of colors of color. You know, a color of skin. Well, shade of skin. That's colorism. Like, like, it no. It. Look, look, I feel like it's colorism. <laughs> it's colorism if you're using that as what? a way to judge who that person is. But you. I feel like that's colorism. I feel like there's nothing wrong with preference. You could prefer no. someone of la of fairer skin, just like you, you can you, prefer you someone can. Asian over you could <laughs> over you could prefer someone black. You know, they're still black altogether. But I feel like when you use that as a medium to decide what type of person this is, like you know how, like for example, a girl, if you're a using girl the color of their skin as a, their identity themselves, like that's all they I, are. Yeah, like yeah, okay. like using them as that's their identity. That's this is their skin color and this is what it says about them like okay. it says okay he's so, light skin he's okay, soft so how would he's you, dark skin okay, so, he's rough okay like, so how would you using that really makes it so how would you feel if a woman were to tell you you are not dark enough for her if a then i'm just not her preference there's no, no but there's, 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 doesn't that bother you that no, like it that's wouldn't a, bother me it okay okay well that wouldn't bother you but understand that that is a form of colorism you feel if me? a girl said oh if, if you're not if, dark skin, you're probably not that tough. Like you know, that would bother me. Yeah, if, but if they it's really still, tried to speak but on it's my still discrimination. personality, anything. Okay, but that's like but, that. Just, that just comes down to preference. Okay, girl, just like what if a girl told you, "Oh, uh, you don't make enough money for me." It's it's the same thing. Like they would just. It doesn't say anything about your character, but okay, but it, 
But, but it's just she prefers somebody who's making a bit more money. You know? Okay, like, but can you really compare, you know, money to, you know, skin there, bud? Yeah, you. I feel like you can. It, it when it, it it see it all depends on like the context behind okay. it. If you're just using okay. the skin to determine who they are, yes, that's colorism. But there okay. is such a thing as preference, which I'm, which I agree with. You okay. can like one skin tone more than the other. You can like okay, one, but okay, well, one um. What? One type of one type of one type of person, whether it be like, you know, yeah. how would you feel if how would you feel if, oh, you know, a girl prefers Jamaican men over Haitian men like you are. Right. OK, I feel so as though that. OK, I feel like, but I feel like that's cultural. Like, that's OK. Like, that's cultural, I get but like, 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 I suppose take away, take that's away OK. The labels, take away the labels and it's just preference at the end of the day. So as long as you're not if you using go to the someone's skin tone to really decide who they are as a person, then I don't feel like that's, I mean, it could be considered colorism, but I don't <laughs> it feel, is color, I don't feel like this is going colorism. back to what spice. I don't feel like it's any this, type of real prejudice. Yeah, but though, under, but peep this, but peep this, but okay, but understand this. When you are a young black boy or for all the young black girls out there, that sort of rhetoric being told to you, oh, let me use you for example. Oh, that's just their preference. People coming up to you saying, telling you, yo, you know, you are just not this person's type because you're just too dark, honey. You know, there's nothing you can do about you. Like people should be able to love and be loved no matter whatever color they look at. Um, that's uh, just not they, the world they we live in, No, but I'm, but, but, but I'm talking about the reality. Okay, John. Of the reality I'm, of things and the okay. reason why okay, Spice's John. message held so much weight and 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 taking it, you know, to a bigger standpoint. Obviously, it's very prevalent in the Caribbean and in the states. There isn't too much. Well, I mean, when you get to, to certain, you know, certain parts, I'm sure it's 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 maybe as worse. But over here, it's more so low key you know sort of colorism which which still isn't oh, yeah. good which which still isn't good you know and all and i wouldn't say all but a big majority of black people do it to each other okay. and that's the 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 um the unspoken you know um you know the unspoken the unmitigated you know sort of uh uh psychological problem that all of us really have within ourselves that we all need to face you feel me because that isn't how things are supposed to be that isn't how you know shit's supposed to operate you so you're me? saying that regardless of what a person looks like they should at least have the opportunity to be loved right i feel i feel as though you just should not discriminate and be based off towards towards a person of your own and black person black, of your own black race. hypocrisy you feel me because for example i'm me and you are both black yes so it's so it'd be fucking retarded for us to judge another black woman on the basis of her skin tone when we're black ourselves when we're dark ourselves. yeah yeah exactly that's the, but that's the it's one thing it. to judge them and just have a preference though no but I mean, you could have a preference and not let it say anything about them. But it's me, just, but me telling you, oh, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't like your skin tone. I prefer hers. That is a preference, but you're also judging the person. You may not be directly judging her, but judge, you're indirectly judging her. But you're not her. really saying anything about their personality. You're just saying what's appealing to you. 
Yeah, but like that, but peep game, no. And listen, and that, and that in itself is fine. Telling a person what is appealing to you, that's perfectly fine. You feel me? But yeah, that's fact, what I'm saying. No, 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 no. And that's okay. But understand that that the like the topic surrounding it, you preferring skin tone and not thinking it's a big deal. That is what I'm saying is the unmitigated, the unconscious psychological problem that's going on within the black community where you're so brainwashed. You, you know, the way, you know, the way you grew up, the way you seen things, you feel me, has affected you to the point where you feel as though, you know, saying something like that isn't a big deal and it isn't okay when in reality i don't think it you is can't a big deal. judge a person off their it's skin not tone judging someone having a preference is not judging someone you're not saying anything about who that it person is a slight is. it's just what you prefer well, visually if i'm a, a guy and i if, if i'm a guy and i do not like skinny girls i do not like yeah but that's body type but this it's is still, skin tone. People, people have died over this. Skin, no, no. People have died no, over this. John, you go no, to the Caribbean, John, you see no. niggas dying. You see why you get me mad? <laughs> you see no, why? I'm no, no, no. Because, because okay. yes, yes, it's body type. Yes, it's body type. But it's still physical appearance. Okay. Put it, pull, pull it, put it, put all of these things into one pot. It's gonna come out as physical appearance okay. certain things you're not gonna want certain things you're not gonna find attractive when it comes to physical appearance i get it but no your your skin color your skin color if you use that as a medium to say what type of person this is gonna be like if i said oh she's dark skin she probably stinks oh she's light skin she yeah, probably but, yeah but she probably has into, no emotion like yeah, that's but, discrimination <laughs> like that's 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 fucked up yeah but that goes but, into like more so i guess like stereotypes and everything like yeah like yeah. If you're keeping a straight colorism colorism not racism not any other ism my friend ism, colorism is discrimination and prejudice though yeah within your own ethnic group yeah exactly yeah so you doing what you're doing is a form of discrimination but how am so i so if a white so if so if a caucasian person were to come up to you and tell you oh hey i don't know um you know i'm not gonna give you this job because you're because you're too dark can you or can because you because i'm too dark with nigga, that's discrimination i prefer to put this lighter person into this position because you because you are too dark but that can but you not sue can you not sue yes, the entire company or yes, for discrimination you no know, you know what's the difference between that john that's because you by you saying oh you're too dark is you basically saying if i was a lighter if i was a lighter skin tone uh -huh. i would be but I would be better at doing the job. Exactly. So you saying to those women, I don't prefer you because you're too dark, is you unconsciously telling them, hey, if you was lighter skinned, then I would love attractive. you. And <laughs> it's not even that. And this is and this is why day. you're lonely. <laughs> this is why you're wow, lonely. Bro, you gonna go there? <laughs> you go go down low. Okay, but ultimately okay. though, you know, um, shout out to Spice for you know just bringing, yeah. Shout out to her. I appreciate. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, just you know, bringing that topic. I guess you know pushing that topic more towards the spotlight more towards the media because there's a couple of more things that goes on within the black community that people just don't talk about that that's obviously just you know goes goes go goes with the flow you feel me and colorism is <clears throat> and colorism is a big thing you know a lot of black women like to mention oh hey you know black men don't don't 
uh date you know black women for whatever reason you feel me but uh colorism is something that both sides perform you feel me and there's okay. a lot of people that go through it yes right. but i can agree yeah but, but you know switch you, you know shout out to spice yeah you know but switching switch you know switching topics Going on to our next topic which i'll be leading um so to start it off i want to talk about the bt cypher with vic mensa oh my god yeah so the, as most of you know the bt cypher from the time that we're recording this the bt cypher was about a week ago yeah. around a week ago and there was a controversy behind it with Vic Mensa. And, well, actually, for the actual BET Awards, Vic Mensa's um, freestyle was censored. But in the actual freestyle, he threw shots at XX Temptation, right? So, obviously, most of you realize that the BET Awards aren't recorded live. They're 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 pre-recorded. They're, they're pre-recorded and edited, just in case you know, just in case anything happens. Huh. So happens. basically, and this is his second time mentioning, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, but continue. So basically, the whole the whole drama behind it is around Vic Mensa calling out XX Temptation, the late XX Temptation, who passed away in August. No, not August. It had to have been in, like, July. Yeah. August, June, July. You know, this summer. And he said something... He said something in regards to XX Sensation beating his pregnant girlfriend. Those allegations from a little while ago. Not he, sure. It was around the time, like, 2016, 2017. He allegations basically from called them out. Talk, talk, talking about the allegations. Talking about... And this is and this is all you know within the cipher, but we're just summarizing basically you know what he said. But you know he's you know he's calling out XX, you know I guess kind of disrespecting his, you know his name. The dude is dead. You feel me? And his mother, because his mother was in the crowd. Yeah, and you know, and just saying that he has no sympathy. How he how he's gonna call out, you know whoever. I guess performs domestic violence, you know, against. Yeah, he was basically saying how you know, oh, how could you support someone so deeply that supports domestic violence, even if they're late? He he yeah, he like understood that he that. he claimed that he understood that his mother was in the crowd, but he still felt as though that that no one should ever support anyone this that ever that's ever committed no one should ever support someone that's been a part of domestic violence and here's the funny part about it wait hold on that was for the first or that was for the second or are you talking about for both no, no this is all this is all okay, in one he addressed them twice but the first time was the diss the second time was the apology the first time was was, was the he actual did it diss. like like in front of his mom yeah he did okay, it in front yeah. of his mom so basically yeah, here's the funny part about it about Actually, it was around the same time as the allegation. No, it was it was around the time. Well, no one's sure when it exactly happened, but he made a song about this. Okay, well, and the allegations were there. Vic Mensa made a song about choking out his girlfriend. Yeah. So, this man, which kind of went under the radar. This 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 disappeared from the waves. Only reason this was found was because the XX Temptation fans were so mad at what he was saying about, you know, their, you know, their late idol. Well, yeah, exactly. And my thing about this, I feel like this was a chase for fame cuz you know what they say, good or bad, any type of attention is is yeah. going to help you, right? Yeah. And I feel like in in the in the current 
in the current state of hip-hop there's so many other people that he could have mentioned you know there's there's so many other people with allegations just the same that there is yeah there's fabulous yeah i was about to say fab fabulous um famous dex famous dex and you know what's the thing about famous dex famous dex got caught on camera beating up his girlfriend in a hallway so it's like there's so many other artists that you could be generating this energy to to come at someone who's dead in front of their mother that's you know that's just inappropriate that's weird that, but that's, but that's, that was strike one but you know that was uh, mentioning for like his so so his thing you know obviously you know you guys recognize the hypocrisy of it. you know how you know how can you talk about somebody first how can you talk about somebody dead about an issue that you yourself did you know you are a hypocrite you know that you know that that is what doesn't make sense no you know number two you you don't even address your own stint with domestic violence you don't address your own demons yeah like how like how, how how can you be so quick to come at somebody else you know when you yourself have your own demons that you have yet to face or you exactly know, or so how dare you as a murdered as as how dare you come <laughs> i said it was, how about how dare you come at someone who you know a murdered man a murdered man who who exactly. didn't die too long ago claiming that his fans shouldn't support him just because of that when the allegations all, when, weren't even like peep like my you know my whole thing is this you know the message itself I'm a person that I don't tolerate, you know, domestic violence either, you know, and I can, and, and I agree with the topic that he was trying to present. You feel me? Maybe it was a chase to fame. Maybe it was, you know, any, any, any publicity is, is a good, is, is a good publicity, you know, but you have to have respect. Like you can't be trying to come at a person who can't even defend themselves. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. The dude is dead. You have so many other targets that you can talk about. You, you, you know, you could even filled in, um, you know, I guess replace X's name with your own name. Like you know, there's so many different ways that you, that you can do about it. Well, that you can go about it. And the fact that you mentioned it once, the fans were tight, and the fans called you out. You did it again. You know, I, I, you know, after a certain point, you have to understand that, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, going about this particular situation, you know, in, in the way that I'm doing it. You feel me? Cause it just, you know, like the chess moves, the tactics, you know, it just doesn't make sense. And now it's hurting you. Yeah, exactly. Going about it so insensitively, but you know, um, I, you know, it's um at the time it left me almost speechless. Yeah, being because of all people in the world, you know, you do that. But all in all, I feel like Vic Mensa. That was a, that was a low blow. That was very weird. <laughs> That's something that no one's gonna be able to respect, and I'm sure by now, after all the Twitter comments you've been getting, you realize that. I seen I seen this interview with uh, Zoe Dollars and. And Zoe Dollars, you know, having a, you know, I guess a, a good, uh, a close relationship with uh, X and everything. Nigga said it, nigga said it, it's on site for uh, Vic Mensa. No talking, no nothing. You feel me? That's something that you put on yourself. Yeah, exactly. You put targets on your back for what? You feel me? Because you want to address somebody who can't, like, come on, son. I, I, what, I, I just feel that's like that's what, corny. That's how it be. People will look for fame through any means but the music. Yeah exactly and be known and it's it gets me mad because 
domestic violence is something that's real despite ex's claim ex's you know whole situation you know being being found not guilty and everything you feel me mm -hmm. being being freed from these allegations you know being this is like like it was so it was so such a serious situation that this sort of reputation followed him you feel yeah. me whether he did it or not you know um so yes it's like very weird it's very like you know why yeah why shit you could have brought up chris brown yeah could have brought up chris brown <laughs> the dude died in june got assassinated in june it's dead ass october the shit the BT Awards what fucking um aired what like a week ago, bro? The 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 um the first comment he made in front of X's mom happened very early in October. You know, it's like it's like can people just breathe a little bit? Can, yeah, can can you know can can people get over it? Yeah, first, like can a mother mourn her son, bro? Can the the um you know the baby mom of X just like you know chill? Is is this a world that X's child is gonna have to come in and you know? live with the baggage of you know all of this you know it you know it's just a bad situation yeah overall a bad situation and you know the thing about it is despite that you could see that x was learning from his mistakes that was one of that was one of the biggest x, parts that really grew his yeah, fan base his fan base grew with him from seeing the person he was to the person he became at the end of his life a lot he, more positive yeah, a, a lot, lot more positive trying to do a lot yeah a lot more love and that's what really that's what really made shot Kanye West. <laughs> that's what really grew his fan base that's what really made that's why on you know a lot of people don't realize this but xx temptation has had one of the strongest fan base that we've probably seen in like what since drake i like you know yeah, like since yeah, his, yeah, his 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 fan, fan base. base was up there because not only were they fans but they had his un they had he had our undivided support yeah i like how you said our yeah shout undivided out x, support, shout out me? x you know so that just that just speaks volumes how he was as a person how all of his friends grew with him for him to still have their you know the uh, you know such support despite him having a fairly short career yeah him having only putting out only putting out two studio albums for him to you know really get to the pinnacle that he was at that's that's amazing so it just it just you know it, a lot of respect to him you know regard whether he did it or not i can't i can't say that it's all right you know whatever you know but people learn from it x was a very young x x people don't realize x was still a very young person x was only 19 years old when he died so in yeah the, like those he has and those allegations were two years old when he was 17. and when you look at it the allegations the allegations toward vic mensa those came about when he was around what 21 22. Exactly. you know a lot a lot farther into manhood than x was you know kids are allowed to make mistakes that's what people don't realize you can't be so harsh on someone who isn't perfect vic mensa is 25 now yeah so you was older doing this you know he was older doing the same shit and now you're no, even older no, and, coming at someone who died and, and understand this and understand you. this it's all like vic mensa you don't really I'm speaking to him like I know him. Uh, <laughs> like, he didn't know that it was true, you feel me? Unlike your allegations, which you truthfully said that you choked out your girl, you feel me? That That is true. 
that right there is true. Yeah, because he now, made a song about it. That's what I'm saying, so. you know? So it's like, you know, come on. Um, like, do you, do you, do you, do you have any things left unsaid? Uh, I mean, I've pretty much vented out all I need to say. We can move on to the next topic if okay. you want to. So, um, the, the next topic, uh, is speaking of what, you know, you know, where we're going from, you know, speaking about X, you know, his, X being his young and his growth and everything. Um, me and John wanted to talk about the, the most critical part. In a teen's life, because I've been talking to a lot of my a friends. A teen's life or just a, in a person's life? In a life. young adult. A young a adult? Like, yeah, young, like we, young adults like us? We are young adults. Okay. Our peers are young adults. Okay. And it's it's that very critical, it's that very critical time of our lives where we're going to be making a lot of important decisions, making a lot of growth, so, you know, really figuring out ourselves where we want to be. This is, so this, so this is a funny, uh, funny thing, considering that I'm a psych major <laughs> and oh, uh God. we believe that well hopefully i get this right hopefully i pay attention <laughs> but hopefully we believe the- like you know a very critical uh phase in a person's life comes in um between um you know adolescence and um i guess the pre-childhood kind of that little range because that's where that's where you can be most most affected mostly influence but that is not the answer that i'm gonna give me from my own experiences uh i feel like a the very critical part in a person's life is the little after high school sort of sort of um i guess time you feel me yeah that time frame that like that sort of time wait you want to put it like this answer this question john what do you think Okay, off the top of your head, what is the age that you experienced the most change in your life? I know me, it was 19 years old. It was 19 years old for me, to, but this is what I'm, so, I'm talking about, like the little after high school time frame, because it's like, yes, I just graduated high school. And even if you didn't graduate high school, that little that little era from 19 to 20 to, to, to uh, 20 something, you feel me? You don't really know what's going on in your life you don't really know what you want and if you do if you think you do that's amazing you feel me but majority of people they don't really know and they're just so open to whatever can really get them anything any type of money any any type type of of wealth any type of security any type of success you feel me and this is the point in people's lives where you know they make decisions that are that usually go against what they really want Because they can't figure, you feel me? Because they can't figure that out. And it's the same decision that kind of drives their life into the sort of direction where you're going to be in your 30s, you know, working at a job where, again, I stress this, hopefully that you like, sometimes it's the other way around and you're at a job where you don't really want to be. And, you know, just to piece off that, um, talking to a lot of people, my age group, and even you know, reflecting on my life and the choices I've made and, you know, the, the, you know, the deep, the deep, you know, you know, those moments where you're in your bed thinking deeply about, you know what you do. I feel like a lot of people in this generation, I feel like there's two sides, the people who have fallen in love with not being happy Mm -hmm. and the people who won't accept and who won't settle for anything but happiness. And what I mean by when I say that people have fallen in love with not being happy, I've come across a lot of people who have had it in their head, you know, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know how I'm going to be self-sufficient. You know, 
Um, and not to say that there's anything wrong, but going to a school like Queensboro Community College and be, you know, being there, because I, even I felt I was in that same position where, you know, I fell in love with the thought of not being happy. That's not my current state of mind now, but at the time it was kind of like, you know, okay, I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, and you know, looking back at it, it wasn't even that I didn't know what I want to do. It was the fact that I didn't, I wasn't willing to work hard enough. I didn't want to take the chance. I wanted the security behind it. Exactly. You know, I was going, I was going to school for something that I really didn't love. Like I didn't want to be a police See? officer. Because you didn't, because you couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I just, I just went in it because, you know, when your parents are in your ears, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's just what yeah. ended up. I exactly. was like, you know. Being a police officer, I feel like my my ceiling is a lot higher than that. But yeah. I seen. But you was gonna commit to it because of that security. Just cause. Yeah, and then that's the state where see the little after high school little time frame from you know whatever age you graduate high school to like twenty something. You feel me? But you know, um, like I feel as though it's even incredibly harder if you are a creative. Yeah, you feel exactly. me? If you are that sort of person that creates things, that creates, and you know, it, it doesn't always have to be artsy, you know. But just since, <laughs> since me personally, I'm I'm one of those artsy people. You feel me? I you know create entertainment. I want to be an actor. You feel me? So it's it's hard where you don't know the uh, the steps to take. In order to achieve what you want to be you know so that just adds just more more doubt to things and why people may do it and not only that the steps could take could be very unsure you could have a lot of unsureness in your mind you know not a lot of confidence that what that what that what you want to be is going to be because and Pro- I promise you, nothing is assured. Nothing is assured. Wait, well, well, I mean, I just want to just like fill this in because I don't want people to to get the idea of you know where you know we're saying that you know, um, that like okay, this is you know it's 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 too hard to achieve. That is why this is the most critical phase of your life. Well, this is why we think this is the most no, critical phase of your life. Not at all. If you have something that you want to go for, I mean, absolutely do it. That's not what we're saying. Go for it. Go for it 100%. You feel me? But we're just saying that, you know, this is this is the phase in your in people's lives that we feel, you know, can really I guess change the course of who you who you are, who you want to be, who you're going to be. Who are you going to be? You know, and um and you know there's you know i guess there's just so many things there's just so many aspects to it whether it be you know whether it be your like there's so many aspects you know your friends you know leaving high school going into college or going into following your dreams you're gonna make and lose a lot of friends across the way if you're in a relationship maybe it will last maybe it won't you know you're gonna change your career choices so you're gonna learn that what it feels like to really be independent if you weren't already you're gonna learn what it feels like to you're gonna learn what it really feels like to fail and not to be able to do anything about it because i feel like a lot of people didn't really learn that in high school what it really feels like to fail but, and not but be able to do anything you no, don't you but don't no, but no but that's the thing like i like after I got rid of high school, you know, I got, I got introduced to a whole lot of life experiences. You feel me? That I couldn't imagine while I was in high school that I was gonna go through. 
you feel me and that's that's a lot of people a lot of people that i've talked to speak to me about their own you know hardships or their own you feel me tumbles that they had to experience and then when i ask them hey you know how old are you oh i'm just 20 years old i'm just 22 i'm just you feel me 23 you feel me just a whole bunch of a whole bunch of hoopla that they had to um you know go through you feel me and it sucks because not a lot of people go through it and have an idea of self you know have an idea of okay now i now i know this is the person where i want to be you feel me like like isaiah for example you know had to go through what he went through and now you have an idea of what you want to be yeah now and now i'm in a place where i know exactly where i want to be exactly. how i'm gonna do it there 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 were some it, people that are still unhappy with being unhappy yeah exactly and it's not even like it's gonna be without its growing pains the growing pains is going to be the hardest part of yeah. it really figuring out you know what makes me smile what what's gonna make me wake up every day and live the best possible life i can exactly and this isn't the generic the little cliche you know yeah, you can be who be, you want to be not even cliche oh, this oh this may be you know the hardest part of your life but you know you can't no this is not what this is you know life is hard shit is hard you know exactly this this like i said this is all personal you know this i feel is the most critical time in people in a person's life you know um but there are uh there i guess i guess i can see a person's you know point of view if they say if they don't agree you know they this say is hey not, you know you, you don't have to agree you could be on your path your path is your path you can't no one can tell you what path to take exactly. you know there's no right or wrong answer. If you're if you're happy, if you're motivated, you know what you're working towards every day, then Thank you're God doing the right thing. God. Despite, you know, God bless your soul. Despite what anyone else says, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. You feel me? Um, you know, I uh, I think I think I think we're of uh, like mind um about this. Yeah. Right here. Okay. So, you know, <clears throat> so we have so we have a little bit of time, you know, we could get into something I guess a bit more uh, a bit more spicy well maybe not spicy but do you and this is just me throw you know just throwing the topic out there but do you feel as though you can be friends with an ex as a ex of okay. significant time okay so just we're, just we're gonna just, go back and forth on this <laughs> and end it right so your question is do you think you can be friends with someone who was a significant ex um yeah like like l like a significant ex um in your life like well a significant relationship significant relationship mm -hmm. the question is yes and no it depends on how close you want to be friends with that person wait wait you nah you can't say yes you know yes or no okay so i would say yes but it's going to take time like not even as in months but it's gonna really take years for you to really look at that person as nothing more than so a friend so i don't so i would not say yes i would say so you don't think at any point in time of that friend level that friend like i'm your friend it, like you yeah. can call me on your phone and we can chat for nah i don't i don't feel like that because so much i don't know i so much goes into that sort of loving relationship and we're talking about a significant ex you feel me well a significant relationship where you know you say i love you and you had a lot of time and and and, and you had a, uh, a lot of time invested into it, you feel me yeah i, I get that i feel I like too that. many that's why i feel like it's too many so hard. memories too many yeah but you still said yes though i because 
Because you're stupid. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I no. love breaking my own arm. Yeah, but, no. <laughs> but I feel like it's worth the try because, especially if you were already really yeah, but good friends so with that much, person but, to begin. But why would you waste that time, though? Well, no, sorry. Not, not you a can, why would you invest that time when you already invested years or so much, so many you don't months have to invest into time that. in someone if they're your friend. If you guys were already yeah, but, friends and yeah. they and you really care for them, then yes, you can be their friend. Because whether yeah, you're what, whether yeah, you're with yeah, them or not. But what if they broke your heart? If they broke your heart, that's a different story. Oh, now it's a different story. <laughs> it's a, a significant story. ex. You you that's guys probably story. didn't end mutually. And if you guys did, why would you guys wanna, I guess, you know, return back to the way things are, you know? It's, 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 <clears throat> sorry there. It is just a whole, you know, just a whole lot of baggage that you wouldn't want to, um, open, open back up. You know, it's a can of worms that, that, that yeah. you wouldn't want to <laughs> That's open. funny. Yeah, I mean, in the case that my heart is broken, I feel like it brings me no, to No, but point. even, but I, listen, I agree when you say it takes time and I'm not saying you're not supposed to have no sort of interaction with them at all. You can keep them around as an acquaintance if you guys get to that sort of level. But a friend, somebody that that you can call on, I don't, you know, I'm not too sure that that would be healthy. I'm not too sure that that would be the yeah. smartest thing. Yeah. Now do that now to that it's all coming around, together in my head, me. what you're exactly. trying to say, like I don't think that would be healthy either. Yeah, you know, because it's like first first and foremost, you. I have enough friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have. Me? I have good enough friends. Yeah, to it's, begin yeah. It's like I don't. It isn't like I really need you to be in my life as this new person. I know who you are already. You feel me? You know how I am. I know I'm going to keep things about you in my head that, you know, that's probably going to stay there. Many insignificant things. So why would I, you know, it's just, it's just a convo of, you know, why would I want to do that? I uh, be personally, yeah. I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's ever healthy to, you know, be friends with your significant ex. You know, it, it, it may be a sense of longing. That's why you may want to be friends with them, but ultimately, uh, I say no. Yeah, put it in the context that you put it in. I think I would say no as well. I don't think that would be healthy to really call on someone who, yeah, whether or not they broke you out or not, someone you invested a lot of time with that you don't have any plans of being with. No, yeah, that's that's not it, Chief. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it, Chief. That's not it, Chief. You know. But on that note. That is a wrap. Thank you. Yeah, this for will listening. be a wrap up of the What's the Issue podcast. Episode Hope you guys two. enjoyed. Always Episode stay tuned. Down. Weekly ting. Weekly yes, ting. Every Wednesday at six. Every Wednesday at six.